Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong, and I'm the editor-in-chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Trevor Stores, the full press coverage in Raptor District. How are you doing, Trev? Well, we can't really say, as always, I've missed, like, what, five shows, I guess, something like that, but you can say it. I was going to call you up, dude. I've been so busy, but I'm back. Happy to be back. Yes, sir. Oh, man, I had no doubt you'd come back eventually, but hey, you know, it's cool. Everyone needs a vacation from me. I know how it is. I can be pretty freaking annoying. I get it. I get it. I listen to myself. All right, well, Trev, we have got a very special guest joining us today. We're joined by former Oklahoma Baptist Bisons offensive lineman and current Toronto Argonauts offensive lineman, Jake Bochy. Hey, Jake, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, well, we are super psyched about uh, about you joining us here, and obviously, uh, we got a lot of football talk and a lot of nonsense to get to with you. But I got to ask you because one of the things that uh, uh, that we talk about on the show, and this is not, <laughs> Trevor, not always, but we have this great, cool movie idea. Uh, but I got to hit you up on this, Jake. Are you a horror movie fan at all? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, uh, I like horror movies. I like, uh, especially in the movie theater. I feel like they're always better in yeah. the movie theater. Oh, no doubt. Movie theater. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not nice a dark. Not sure or anything, but I, I like them. Okay, cool, cool. So, you know, you're aware of the, the show, uh, the uh, movie Halloween, and, like, the thousands of, uh, of sequels that have come out since then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. All right. With Michael Myers and also... So Trev and I, you know, we're trying to expand our our world here, and we we have a new we have a new <laughs> script idea. We want to do Halloween on Mars, like Michael Myers goes to Mars and takes on astronauts on Mars. What do you think, Jake? Do we have a winner on our hands? Because he never dies, oh, might yeah. as well. He never dies, exactly. The guy's impervious to everything. Why not be in space? You know, we can really max out. 100%. That's a hit, for sure. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right, let's go. yeah. See, I knew I liked – not only is Jake a great football player, but he has great taste in movies. All right, we have lots to talk about today with Jake. Let's get rolling. All right, Jake. So I think you already know that uh, I ask all the hard-hitting questions on here. Trev asks all the nonsense so I'm going to start off with some hard-hitting questions right off the bat because what's important to me are what foods people eat during watching football. And so tell us, uh, Jake, what's your favorite football watching food? Oh yeah, getting right into the important stuff. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So I'm not super picky, not super picky or anything, but I think if I had okay. to pick a favorite, uh, I'd probably go with wings. You know, it can't wings. be wings on a game day for sure. All right, all right. I'm going to give some light applause to that one because I'm pretty sure Trev agrees with that. But I'm sure. all about nachos. You know, I'm a nachos guy. Trev, oh, you're, okay. you're a wings guy, right? Yeah, I like wings. I'm a nachos yeah, guy. Nachos, too. that can be yeah, top yeah, three, too. Yeah, some yeah. kind oh, of okay. chip and dip has to be there, whether it's not like just some kind of good chip and dip has to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but I like I said before, You're not times, I, I want nachos with that. You know, I don't want eighty percent lean beef. I want like twenty <laughs> percent lean beef, right? I want I want there's I want that funky weird uh, orange oily stuff that's all over the place <sighs> in nachos for some reason. I want more of that. That's what yeah. I want. You know, like when you put it when it cools down, it becomes like a congealed mess in the bottom. That's yeah. what I want. I want that in my veins. 
<laughs> Only Jake actually should be having that because he actually works it off every day. I, I don't. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> anyway. so, hey, I, I will, I'll give you points for that one. Big, big win on the wings. I'm actually a big wings fan, too. And, of course, important to me outside of football are movies and TV. I know you're not a big movies and TV guy, Jake, because you're too busy doing important stuff uh, like practicing. You know, and going to camp at, in, for the Toronto Argonauts. But, but you know, what's your what's your favorite movie or favorite TV show? And, and name anything you want. Uh, yeah. So for movies, uh, I really like Southpaw. It's a boxing movie. Uh, oh. That's a great one. The rated boxing movie, in my opinion. And nice. uh, TV shows. Um, right before I came to camp, actually, I finished watching uh, Ozark on Netflix. Ah, uh, winner! Oh, yeah. All right, all yeah. four seasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. That... <laughs> All right. I knew it. Like, see, look at this. He he he's saying he doesn't uh, necessarily like movies and TV shows, but he picks two winners right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's sandbagging us. He's sandbagging <laughs> us, guys. Um. All right. So I got to ask you this. Obviously, are you a Star Wars fan? Yes or no? Oh yeah. I mean, who's not right? My dad was a Star Wars fan, so I grew up watching the. Watching the old ones with him and then watching the new ones uh, were coming out when I was a kid. So, oh, yeah. Big All right. You are in good company, my friend. Everybody we've interviewed so far, in order to the, the great Gary Clark, wide receiver from the Washington Redskins, he, well, they all love Star Wars. And, and in fact, his, his response to that oh, yeah. question was, well, who doesn't? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Now I'm going to ask you a more controversial question. Are you a fan of the Fast and the Furious movie franchise? Ah, and I see that one, uh, not as much. I mean, I like them. If the movie's on, I'll watch it. You know, I'm not going to cut okay. it off, but uh, I don't even, I don't think I've seen all of them, to be honest. There's okay, so well, there's like, now, a, there's like 20, like so one. I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not even about cars anymore. It's about guns and bad guys. It's like, but what? Dude, I, they, they, I, but totally true. Totally true. They've totally jumped the shark, okay? They jumped the shark. But how can you hate on, on, uh, on, on Vin Diesel? You can't hate on The Rock, you know? John, can't hate on John Cena. And not only that, but in the, most, in the latest one, F9, they take a Pontiac Fiero into space, man. They're innovative, oh man. They take a car into space. That's not Fast and Furious at all. Dude, it's Fast and Space. That's furious. I, mean, I was, I was once, excited. I was excited. I'm just saying. Once Paul Walker passed, they should stop making them. That, uh, that well, I say, listen, I love Paul Walker as much as the next guy, but I'm sorry. They said they were going to be a 10, 10 movie series. Yeah. They're making it 11. They're turning it up to 11. So you got to you gotta, you gotta, you gotta admire that dedication. That's all I can say. All right. All right. So, hey, Jake, listen, let's, we'll move away from the movie franchise. All this is the crap that ever, only I'm really interested in right now. But what's your favorite NFL player? Who's your favorite NFL player? Um, I'd probably have to say, especially as far as offensive linemen go, I'd say Joe Thomas. Uh, yeah, uh, Browns. I thought he was great. A uh, little bit of an undersized for that level le- left tackle, uh, so I kind of relate to that. And then, um, you know, just so technical. So uh, I watch a lot of his videos and get a lot of tips from him. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. Well, that is the most thoughtful answer I've had to that question yet. I mean, it's like that's uh, that's like always thinking. Always thinking, Jake is, is a mass is definitely a student of the game. All right, I know that you're uh, from Fairbanks, Alaska, Jake. So tell us, what sports teams are you a fan of? 
Yeah, so uh, for football, NFL, uh, I'm a Packers fan. Uh, grandpa, dad, Packers fans so who just kind of grew oh, up. You know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And you're not even from Wisconsin? Oh, that's – okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll give it – I'll let it – I'll let it – I'll get it a pass. I give it a pass because we like you, Jake. But go go ahead. Uh, sorry for interrupting. Yeah. Maybe you can make up for it you after know, the most, Packers. Most people up, <laughs> most people up there are uh, Seahawks fans just because it's the closest team. But right. uh, I'm a Packers fan. Uh, All right. And then uh, basketball, NBA. Uh, more of a – I like players in the NBA more than teams. But if I have a team, it's uh, Oklahoma City, unfortunately. <laughs> They're uh, going to be rebuilding for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so my family's all from Oklahoma, so I've uh, been to a couple games. And, and yeah, uh, you know, we're in a rebuild year, so we'll Yeah, we'll that's fine. I'm, but, uh, if I had to pick another team, other, I'm a Bulls guy, but if I had to pick another team, OKC would be one. I kind of feel like they wasted so much talent there. You know, they had so much talent there oh, with yeah. Durant and Harden. I mean, you, you, like, think about Westbrook. I mean, you think about all these great superstars, and you're like, how did they not just dominate it? <laughs> True. Yeah, they should have had a couple trophies for sure. But, uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I would have been totally on board of that. Those guys were too young at that point, I think. Yeah, but. yeah. It's unfortunate. Everybody else gets the gets the benefit of that one. All right. And and I in, in any uh, any hockey teams? I mean, you're so you're you're near in Canada now. Don't you have to have a hockey team that you like? Uh, I you know, really watched hockey. Uh, I was always around it growing up in Alaska. Uh, went to some semi-pro and some college games, but um, right, right. Never picked up on it much. I'm not a very good skater either, so I can never play. But uh, I like <laughs> well, going to a hockey game. You know, maybe if I'm out here, I'll go to a, try to catch a Leafs game if I'm up here. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. That Leafs game. You got to be oh, rooting for the rooting for the. That's a good team to adopt. I mean, they have they've had a little bit of a a rough stretch, but uh, they have a lot of history there in Toronto for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I'll say this: although you say that you're not a good skater, so you're not a fan of ice hockey, I am a terrible football player. But I love football. So, you know, I'm just saying, I hope that's not a requirement because I'll have to give up football in every sport. So I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. Um, uh, so we know, Jake, that you have some interests off the field that are pretty interesting. You, uh, you are interested, at least you were interested in dirt biking and snowmobiling. Now, how did you get involved with all that? Uh, yeah, especially um, when I was a little younger, we would, uh, you know, being in Alaska, we always had snow machines and we'd take them out and, uh, we didn't have them a whole lot, but then I got a dirt bike once I got uh, probably about middle school and right. rode that around. I never did any competitive racing or anything. I just like kind of going on trails, you know, out in the country and stuff. And uh, yeah, 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 it's a great time. You know, get nice uh, adrenaline rush. I haven't done it in a while just because it is, you know, an injury risk. But right, that, one day I'll probably probably go back to it for sure. So X Games in your future? Can we can we continue to chalk you up for X Games when you're done with your uh, NFL, your CFL and NFL career? I don't know if I'm going to do it competitively and try all that. <laughs> you know, just for fun. All right, all right. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. All right, let's turn to some football stuff now, Trev. All right, good. So now it's time for the nonsense stuff. My turn. Here we go. <laughs> all right, Jake. So you went to West Valley High School and pretty much balled out there the entire time you played football. But you also wrestled for three years and did some shot puts and discus for three years as well. Um, how did you get involved in other organized sports besides football? And how did you end up choosing football to be the mainstay? Uh, yeah, so football was always kind of my main sport. Uh, started probably fourth grade, and I played little league, you know, all the way up into high school. And uh, that's really all I played. I played a little bit of basketball during that time, too. And uh, once I got to high school, I 
you know, played football, and then it was just kind of a, you know, no-brainer for me. You know, why not go do something else and have fun in the off season and stay in shape too? So there you go. started wrestling, and then uh, threw discus and shot and in track and field, and uh, yeah, it was great. I love I love both sports. Wrestling, you know, I, I'm a true believer in that. Helping with football, especially for offensive linemen, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, it was great. I loved uh, loved playing all the sports. Just being competing, you know. I, I think all athletes should do that. Just compete year round as much as you can, and uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so it wasn't enough to dominate one sport. You said, you know what? I'll just go ahead and dominate in four. Let's just let's just go add them up. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I wasn't able to wrestle my my senior year. Uh, sorry, I wasn't able to wrestle my senior year because I hurt my knee playing football. But uh, wow. I was hoping I was hoping to go for a. Uh, for state that year for first place, but uh, oh, well, oh well, that's fine. I mean, you you made you made bigger and better already, man. You're you're a professional yeah, football no player. Joke. I think things worked <laughs> out for you. So, <laughs> oh, oh, real quick on the discus and shot put, is it? It's not as easy as it looks, is it? It's pretty, pretty <laughs> detailed, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely it's, super technical. Uh, yeah, definitely a technical movement. I was I like discus more than shot put. I was a little better at, at the discus part, but uh, yeah, it was it was very technical, and you know I didn't take it crazy serious. You know I wasn't training right. for it a whole bunch or anything, but uh, yeah, it was definitely super technical movement. So also you played center, defensive end, and long snapper in high school. So you had you were a three position guy, which is pretty pretty amazing. So. Um, but not only that, you were on offense, defense, and special teams, what that means. So how did you end up deciding to, to stay on the offensive side of the ball and become an offensive lineman? Yeah, so uh, I played uh, offense and defense early on for sure. Uh, once I started getting uh, being an upperclassman in high school, I really mostly stayed on the offensive line uh, just because I was a center and I was really probably one of the only guys that could snap. So, you know, it would be, <laughs> be good to not be able to have someone that could snap. Okay. Um, and then long snapper, I just kind of did that, you know, be more versatile, help the team out, and also it looks good for colleges if you can do stuff like that as well. Right. So, uh, but, yeah, offensive line is kind of was what I was on, you know, from the time I was a little kid. So that was kind of what I stuck with. So to our understanding, you're the first football player from your school, which is Oklahoma Baptist University, to sign a professional contract in the program's history. And to go along with that, you only allowed three sacks across your entire 41-game college career. So how does it feel, like, you know, making history at, at OBU, and how did, your time, how did your time there help you get to this moment? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so OBU was great. You know, it was actually my only offer coming out of high school. Uh, it was the only one I had, and then, like I said, I had – that knee injury my senior year, so I didn't have much film, only two, two-and-a-half games from that. So uh, luckily they stuck with me, they believed in me, and I went in there and was able to grow and help that team grow and uh, go from two and nine, two, two two-and-nine seasons in a row to um, I think we were eight and, eight and five last year, eight and four, something like that. Okay. Wow. So wow. kind of turned that program around, and that was a – you know, my class of guys, and so that's something I'm proud of there for sure. Dope, man. So also there's a highlight going around from uh, last November where you had your big man touchdown moment. You caught a six-yard <laughs> touchdown pass in your route over Southern Nazarene, if I'm saying that right. And, uh, oh, and Nazarene, Nazarene, yeah. Nazarene, yeah. You even did a Barry Sanders spin move. So how did it feel to throw that touchdown? <laughs> 
I know it probably felt great because as a kid growing up, no matter what position you play, you want to score a touchdown, right? So that's yeah. it. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Um, that was my first touchdown ever. Who knows? Might be the first. Might be the last one. Hope not. <laughs> Hopefully, we get another chance at it. But uh, yeah, it was great. Best feeling ever, you know. Especially as a big guy, as an offensive lineman, uh, that's something you never really get to do. So uh, scoring that was great. And actually, they didn't. Uh, they had to talk about it for a while before they threw up the arms and called it a touchdown. They talked about it. it was actually a backwards pass. Of course, not. right? Of course. So making. Making sure it was legal, but uh, once yeah, again, yeah, you had that, great celebrating. Man. Well, you made the most of it, man. Like you said, the spin move and the dive for the pylon, man, that was yeah, like that was ESPN's oh, top yeah. ten material right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, was that, that your make idea? Dramatic, you know, for sure. Was that your idea to be involved with that player, or was that the coach? Like, hey, we want to get you involved, or was it like, hey, we're up by so big, let's just try this trick play? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, so we had installed that play um, probably about halfway through the season or something, and my coach said he was going to try to try to pull it out one time when we're up, and you know, uh, it's not going to make or break the, you know, not push too put too much pressure on me or right. anything like that. But uh, yeah, that was our last game, and we were up. I think the the next drive after that, we came out of the game and let the let the other guys finish it out. So yeah, it was perfect timing and a great way to go out for sure. <laughs> That's dope, man. Well, Jake, man, we want to say congratulations on signing with the 17-time Grey Cup winning Toronto Argonauts, man. That's pretty dope. Drake country, too, by the way. So hopefully you can get a little, you yes, know, sir. that'd be awesome. So what does what does signing with that team mean to you, and what, what are your goals to accomplish this season with the Argonauts? Yeah, you know, it means the world to me uh, to be able to go and play at the next level. Um, honestly, this time last year I didn't even – really have plans of playing at the next level. I didn't even know if it was a possibility for me, but uh, luckily I was able to do it and able to train with some great people in the off season and uh, get a shot at it. So, yeah, I'm up here and ready to get done with training camp, move on to the season, and, uh, you know, go help help my team win another great cup for sure. That's the goal. That's yeah, cool, that's man. something. That's something. And I'll say that. So I know that you've uh, played quite a bit of left tackle, uh, they have you down right now as a, a left guard. I'm sure that's not set in stone. You're probably going to move around the offensive line. What do you What do you think about that? How do you feel about playing guard versus tackle? Or is there something that you you think you can you think you might move out to tackle? I know you had a history at center. You're probably good all over that all over the left side of that line. But what are your thoughts? Yeah. On that? Uh, yeah. So actually, since I've been down here, they've had me at tackle. So I've been playing nice. tackle still for uh, staying home. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I like it still. Um, it's a little different, you know, with the yard off the ball rule that they have. It's really the only yep. uh, real difference that affects me much. So uh, it took a day to adjust to that, but we're all good now. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm excited to play anywhere on the line for sure. Uh, I've been training, you know, snap in and playing guard as well. So I'm ready for wherever they put me. Yeah, well, the one thing that we got out of – so I, I know you're not a big movie guy. I am a huge movie guy. The one thing we got out of the blind side – is that the left tackle is the most important guy in the field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Amen. So, um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. More power to you, my friend. Or right-handed quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I mean, I, and obviously I watched all your tape. We all watched all your tape, and um, it I, I, you're going to be a force to be reckoned with up there. Is going to be something else. Um, yes, so. <laughs> So uh, let me just uh, close off here with uh, with one question, and that is, 
if there was one thing that you could tell an NFL team about you, I mean, they're going to get plenty of tape on you soon enough, but if there's one thing you could tell an NFL team, what is it that could be? Um, I guess I just say see it soon, hopefully, you know. <laughs> so I'll, uh, you know, that's always the goal, to get up to the, the highest level of competition, which is obviously the NFL. So, uh, But, yeah, man, other than that, you know, I just say – I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get after it. But uh, right now I'm focused on this season and our team and uh, going as far as we can. Yeah. No, well, I, I, I can say this. We are now going to be Toronto Argonauts fans. So we are yes, uh, looking forward looking forward to it, my friend, when you guys kick off on May 27th. I think it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to see it. Uh, congratulations again. That is fantastic. And thanks so much, Jake, for joining us here tonight. Like I said, we're really looking forward to the upcoming season. Uh, and we've seen the early power rankings for the Argonauts. They have been consistently listed in the top three of a good shot of getting there and winning the Grey Cup. And I'm sure, and we're both sure, you're going to be a big part of that. So thanks a lot for joining us on the show tonight. Thank you, Jake, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on, and thanks for the support. That's All right. Good. So... Yes, that is great. Yeah, absolutely. So this, that, everybody, that was Jake Foshi of uh, Toronto Argonauts, formerly the Oklahoma Baptist University. Fantastic, man. I cannot wait for this. I cannot wait yeah, for this, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's really oh, good. man, it's going to be great. And, I, and obviously seeing all the film, uh, you know, from uh, Jake's time at Oklahoma Baptist University and in, uh, and in high school, uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with there. He is going to be an absolute force. So we are excited to see that, and we're excited to see him get a – Big shot in a big way with Toronto. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, ring the boxing bell on that because you know what, Trev? Since you've been, uh, since you've reminded everybody how you've been absent for so long, uh, just saying, if, if there was like, yeah. an attendance list to be taken, you would have absolutely <laughs> failed that list. I'm just telling you that right yeah. now. I wasn't going to call you out, but you called yourself out, man. So. I did. I did. <laughs> all right. All right. And he's willing to own up for it. So that's fantastic. All right. Listen, let's talk about that week one of the Ooh. NFL. Right? We got to talk about week one of the NFL because we have have the schedule the schedule's yeah. out you know and yeah. there's a lot of great games coming up so i'm going to ask you first trev which game are you looking forward to in week one and why ah, there's too many to just pick, pick two one pick two yeah, i've pick got two, a, man i've got a few i'm gonna let it be i'll allow it I'll, I'll also have three, to be honest. And to start oh, off man, first, now you're really pushing it, buddy. All right, you know, just, it's like, just three. <laughs> there might be oh. some of it, we'll see. The first one, obviously, the Commanders Jaguar, obviously because we have Carson Wentz. Um, yeah. He lost to the Jaguars last game of the season. That's a good storyline. Doug Peterson yeah. is the new coach of the Jaguars who coached Carson Wentz at his MV, MVP almost year. That's another storyline. Yep. Um, yeah. We have Curtis Samuel healthy back. We got some draft picks, this and that, new pieces. That's a storyline. New brand, new uniforms, all that stuff. So that's what I'm looking forward to, the first game. Yeah, um, okay, that's fair. I'll allow second it. game, Broncos-Seahawks, man, the Monday yeah. night. Man. Russell <laughs> Wilson, they said, you know what? You want to leave Seattle? We're going to go back to Seattle week one and get it over with. You know, <laughs> in prime time. In, in Monday prime Night Football. Time, no other game. Everybody is watching you. That's going to be amazing. It. That's going to be amazing. Yes, and then uh, uh, Raiders Chargers. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it, but that's going to be good. The Chargers yeah. picked up Will Mack. Sorry, Hakun. Um, uh, I know. I know. <laughs> a couple other <laughs> a bummer. pieces. 
Devontae Adams debut with Derek Carr. See how that's going to happen. That's a division yeah. game too, I think, as well. So yep. that, that's got a lot of spice pack to it. But, you know, it's week yeah. one. Every game's going to be good. So your turn. Oh, I, you, are, you are not kidding, my friend. I'm, I, I literally am salivating over every game on yes. this uh, on slate. I mean, it's going to be amazing, except maybe maybe the Colts at Texans or Saints at Falcons. Yeah. Not, depend, I mean, unless something yeah. changes dramatically, uh, I'm not really sure if I'm going to be super excited. And they're both one o'clock games, so I might I might not pay a lot of attention to that one. I'm just saying, right. maybe, maybe not. And I'll be paying attention to my really, you know, like questionable oh. Bears play yeah, with questionable yeah. 49ers. So that's such a you know, quiet off season for you guys. I know, I know. It is it's super quiet. I mean, we had a great draft, but we did not yeah. do anything really to help Justin Fields other than, you know, we shored up the line a little bit, but really didn't give him any many weapons or anything like that. So, uh, defense is where we're at. I mean, that's yeah. where they're going back to. But you know, like if you think about it, 49ers, 49ers Bears should have been a good matchup, right? Trey Lance and Justin Fields sounds like a oh, good yeah. matchup. Yeah, um, but Right now, we don't know. That could be nothing. That could be the most. That could be the worst game ever. <laughs> you know, I mean, it could be the most interceptions ever. I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, that's, a, that's a kind of question mark that I have in my mind. But you named off some of the really, really good ones. I, I will name off one really good one too, and that's the Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. That may be that may be the Super Bowl. You know, and that may be the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, like the Bills are a team that got into that ridiculous shootout with the Chiefs, remember, in the yeah. playoffs. That was just like yeah. a ridiculous game. Like it shouldn't have happened, right? I felt bad for Josh right. Allen because he just happened to be facing, facing Patrick Mahomes, right? Nobody yeah. else scores in 11 seconds, right? Yeah, no, like literally, come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're like, give me a freaking break, right? I mean, he's got to be sitting there thinking to myself, what do I have to do, guys? What do I have to do? You know what would be hilarious um, is if that game goes into overtime because he's the reason why that we have the new overtime rules. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's hysterical. First game of the season overtime, and then you have to get Yeah, it would be great. That would be great. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But, you know, I, I think that would be – I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's uh, – yeah, I think Bills at Rams is, is probably the closest oh. thing to, um, you know, what might actually – what we might actually see in the Super Bowl. And, and of course, yeah. I am curious – as to um, you know what it looks like on uh, both sides of the ball, you know I think there's there's so yeah. many there's a couple new faces there, so yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this all kind of works out. I mean it's uh, it's going to be a great it's going to be a great game. I know a lot of other people have been saying that Buccaneers and Cowboys is a big game. Uh, <laughs> they, played, they just did this last year. They were the Hall of Fame game last year. Why are they like? <laughs> and then they're playing week one again. Like I'm, that's honestly, I'm really not interested because I mean, I'll watch it because it's a Sunday night game, obviously. But like, right, right. It's not. And, and, I mean, I'm not. You know. <laughs> of course, Tom Brady, not. right? I mean, Tom yeah. Brady always gets the big draw. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. I mean, I, I I'm not saying that. Um, so listen, it's kind of funny because Tom Brady retires. And then I start to be like, yeah, he was a good quarterback. I liked him. And then Tom Brady unretires, and I'm like, that guy sucks. You know, it's one of those things. It's just so crazy. Like, you know, it's, it was literally he's the same guy. But now I'm, like, back to hating him again. It's just like that. You know, I didn't, I didn't even have to blink. He's back? Okay, I hate him again. Um, right. It's funny, Chief. though, because I, I really did soften on him when he retired <laughs> just for a split second. It literally Chief. was a split second. Chiefs Cardinals is going to be good, mainly because I want to see how the Chiefs look without Tyreek Hill. 
Yeah, that's true. That's I a good really, one. Is it going to be a different-looking offense now? Is it going to be more of a running style? Is it going to sure. be well, I mean, air mail? Like, I mean, that's a good really question. I'm not sure. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Sky Moore. Um, I'm sorry, but maybe... none of those guys draw double teams to me. None no, of them. no. Sorry. No, like, no. As much as I like uh, MVS uh, and Juju, they um, yeah. they have not drawn double teams. And it's been a while since no. Juju has been really that relevant. Um, as much as I love him as a player, uh, he hasn't been relevant in a while now. So no, we'll see if Patrick McCombs can re can recreate the magic here, make them great again, so to speak. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins out. So yeah. that's yeah. kind of weird. Uh, and Marquise Brown in um, for the Cardinals. Yeah. And, of course, Kyler yeah. Murray with all the, you know, question marks about whether they're going to extend him and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a lot of drama. <laughs> a lot of drama. A lot of drama there. That's you all know what's been exciting to watch? What's the that? Jets the, the Jets and the Ravens. I'm really interested to see if the Jets are going really? to be exciting. Better? Yeah, because they, they yeah. killed the draft. They absolutely yeah. killed the draft. Oh, they did. They did dominate that draft. Absolutely. And I like Zach Wilson. I'm not going to lie. Me too. I like him at BYU. I like them. So now that he's got yeah. pieces, they might be, like, exciting team to watch. They might not win a lot of games, but they might, like, you know, be entertaining and put some points on the board. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be interesting. I mean, that, that definitely could be interesting. The Ravens have looked vulnerable uh, over the last year, and Lamar Jackson gets injured a lot. Yes, and, he does. Um, you know, but basically, and no Marquise Brown, uh, I mean, he wasn't, he didn't have a lot of help out there outside of Mark Andrews when they did have Marquise Brown, and now there's no Marquise Brown. So, yeah, you know, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. That could be uh, even, that could be really interesting. Hakun. Yeah. Who is going to be week one Brown's starting quarterback? That's another Oh, one. man. You know what's really funny about that is that they cannot, they cannot put Baker Mayfield back in there because he'll probably – I mean, it's just – I mean, it, Deshaun Watson, I mean, there clearly is something coming down the pipeline, right? Yep. He's going to get yeah. something. He's going to be suspended for something. So it's not going to be Deshaun Watson. Uh, and I just don't see Baker Mayfield wanting to be the Band-Aid. You know what I mean? I, just, I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, think, what do you think? Do you think, do you think Baker Mayfield, uh, or what do you think is going to happen? I, man, for some strange reason, I have a gut feeling that things are going to be mended between the Browns and Baker Mayfield, and he's going to be starting quarterback week one for the Browns. I don't wow. know why. I just feel wow. like all this drama and crybaby stuff and hoopla will be so they go, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's Cleveland. I mean, that would be the icing on the cake of this whole thing. Like, Baker cries yeah. the trade. They said they want yeah. a, a more adult-like quarterback, and it's like week one, like, Baker Mayfield starting for the Cleveland Browns. It's like, yeah, that would be something. That would you know, be something. So. I mean, and particularly after all the money they guaranteed for Deshaun Watson, right. how stupid must the Cleveland Browns feel at that point, though, that's, right? I mean, they guaranteed that money. I'm so <laughs> glad know? I don't have to make that call, bro, because I don't even know what I would do. Oh my God! It's just unbe- you know, just unbelievable, just unbelievable. Uh, so they'll be like, he'll be, you know, I can see it now. He's gonna make thirty nine million dollars sitting on the sidelines, uh, sitting at home, suspended. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. He can't even be there. So he's gonna be sitting at home watching TV, singing "Chi Ching." I don't. I, not only am I gonna get hurt, I don't even have to practice. <laughs> yeah. And I know this is on the agenda, but I want to touch on it real quick. Uh, Tom yeah. Brady. In the booth after he retires. Oh my God! And when, when do you think that's going to be? When? It's, well, that's a great question because, quite, quite frankly, uh, you know, my theory behind the Tom Brady 
on retirement is that he was so pissed that he didn't break his own retirement that he's like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't go out like that. I got to go back right. in and I need to keep everybody hanging on my every word. And I need to be able to be the guy who announces it and says, I, you know, I'm retiring. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just retires um, next year, no matter yeah. what. And he, you know, maybe we'll see, maybe he did it as a, as a favor to Bruce Arians, you know, Arians retiring or not retiring, but moving to another spot and, and making way, you know, he wants to make sure there's some, some continuity going to the next year. So, sure. you know, who knows? So I don't see him staying for more than this year. But, man, did they overpay. $375 million? $375 million? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Ten years. And he's never called a game in his life, bro. He has no personality, folks. I mean, he has zero personality. I mean, no, he's, he's, he's smart. He's not Tony Romo. Yeah, I, I want to be his buddy. You know, I mean, if I saw Tony Romo, I'd be like, let's grab a beer and let's uh, call some games together. He's, he's, he's like a cool dude, right? You know, I mean, yeah. but like Tom Brady, come on. Yeah, Tom you know, Brady. $375 million. Of course, the fact of the matter is that I probably would tune in to watch him call a game anyway, just because I would hope he crash and burns. And I think yeah, they're counting right? on that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, here we are. At the, uh, that's it. We got to the end of the show again. I can't believe it. Look at that. That's what happens when you miss, like, basically every week in the month of April, Travis. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's what happens, man. We end up yeah, with too much does. stuff to talk about. We can't cover it, it in half an hour. Even <laughs> overtime, we can't do it. We can't even do it in overtime. All right. Anyway. So that's it. Hit the air horn on the show. Trev, okay, give us your social media so people can follow you. I'm on Twitter, at Trev, H-T-T-C, Hail to the Commanders. I'm mm-hmm. on Repetition Podcast with Nathan and the Stoner. I'm also on Football Garbage Time with your host right here, Hakun Long. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm trying to be everywhere, so. You, you know, y'all are trying to be everywhere. You're trying to be everywhere except for here. That's what I'm saying. I'm just calling it how I see it, my friend. It's like, it's like, hey, look, there's Trev. There's Trev. There's Trev. There's Trev. Wait, Trev's not here, though. <laughs> but I'm here now. That's all that matters. That's true. That's so, true. You you're go. here now. You're here now. So I, I'll yeah. give you that. I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking you now. And, uh, and it's great. It's great having, it's great having Trev back. So, it's hey, listen, definitely follow Trev everywhere that he is. Uh, I joke because he is by far the most entertaining guy on this show. Just, I mean, it's a little bar to clear. It's a little bar to clear, but he is a little entertaining guy on this show. All right, you can follow me on Twitter, at FD Garbage Time, and on Facebook, at Football Garbage Time. And as always, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. And until next time, I'm going to add this, man. Enjoy your NFL and CFL week. How's that? Sounds good to me. Woo-hoo. Good night, guys. <laughs>